When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Happy Friday, ladies and gentlemen. You are tuned into Benzinga's Daily Stocks to Watch podcast, a place where you can get at least five trading ideas every single day, every single trading day. Let me do the quick math. We can test my on-air math real quick. That's five day, That's five ideas a day. That's five days a week. That's 25 times four. That's at least at least at least 100 ideas every single day. I am Brent Slava, joined with Steve Krause, and also our Friday special guest, Ryan Faluna. What's going on, guys? Hey, not too much. Happy Friday. Happy Friday. Our first Friday in In June, June, folks. Happy June tomorrow in Metro Detroit. They're going to ring the the tornado siren every first (laughs) Saturday of the month at 1 p.m., they ring the tornado sirens. They check them. Do they do that in Illinois, Ryan? Yes, they do. It is the first Tuesday of every first month. First Tuesday. It's a different day. I love that it's Saturday in Detroit. Yeah, I do gives, like that. Gives me a little warning that it's my weekend. Yeah. You need a <laughs> warning for your weekend? That's <laughs> no, absolutely not. All right, folks. So thanks so much for tuning in today. Benzing is daily. Socks Watch podcast, again, is a place where you can get at least five ideas every single day. These are hand-picked by Benzinga's news desk team because we are expecting maybe some increased volatility in these names. Maybe there was just a big news item that we want to highlight. Maybe there is an upcoming news item. Like today, we're going to have a couple that we highlight for things that are upcoming. We're going to have these on our radar for the day, or maybe we've already had them on our radar for yesterday or the day before. And we want you to consider if you should also get them on your radar Maybe you like them right away and you want to trade them right away or invest in them right away. Maybe, and this is kind of what I would recommend, put them on a chart, put them on a watch list, see how the stocks trade. Maybe you put mm-hmm. one of these stocks on your radar and you're looking at how the chart trades and you're like, ooh, this is kind of a nice little setup. Maybe I'll trade this next week. Maybe I'll trade this tomorrow. We yeah. are going to get into a little table of contents. We're going to give you a little preview for our socks to watch list today. And then we're going to dive into them a little bit more in depth. And then our Friday, Friday feature, we have Ryan on who is an options guy and Ryan's going to give you how many ideas you got today, Ryan on the options front. I got three ideas that I want to talk about and I, a lesson from a non idea, if that makes sense. Ooh, I think it does. And I am intrigued. 
And then it's Friday. We like to do something a little fun on Friday. Steve's got a couple of fun Friday items for you. Probably mm-hmm. not related to the stock market. Maybe not related to the definitely business world. not. Definitely One of them okay. is is related to a publicly traded company. One of yeah. them is not. Okay, cool. And then we're just gonna we're just gonna have a little fun on a Friday, folks. Yeah. All right. So let's dive into our list. Our stock to watch number one today. You guys are probably gonna guess it. It's Amazon. A M Z N. A big what? news item upcoming a big event maybe we don't call it a news and a big event coming up in the amazon next week that we want to make sure is on your radar stock to watch number two is advanced micro devices that's ticker amd number three is a company called phoenix motor it's ticker pev i'm hoping that for a few listeners out there right now they're saying i have never heard of this company mm-hmm. our stock to watch number four is Energy Focus, E-F-O-I. And our stock to watch number five is Lilium. It's ticker L-I-L-M. Steve, would you please start us off with what's going on in Amazon next week? All right. Well, Amazon is having one of these catalysts that, uh, like you mentioned, an upcoming catalyst for next week. You know, uh, Apple did it. Tesla did it. Now Amazon's doing it. It's the stock split, right? Yep. It's, the, it's the 20 for one stock split. It's going to start trading around the 125 level. But depending, you know, depending what happens. Yeah. Today, yeah. You know, it's, I mean, with something as large as Amazon, it's it's kind of going to be difficult to nail down exactly how it's going to start trading. Right. You know, yeah. I mean, that's, and the 20 for one is kind of a big ratio as well. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, the market tends to really like these things. Traders really like tend to like these things. People like buying, you know, these big companies they know at a more affordable price. You know, I know Apple, you know, nothing changed when when Apple split, but they, you know, they, they got a few bucks. They, they, you know, moved a little bit higher on that morning. There is a camp out there who has to always reiterate when there's yep. a stock split that nothing fundamentally changes, mm-hmm. operationally changes about the company. And they are absolutely right. Sure. However, the thing that we want to note with the stock split is that a reverse split too, when they go in the other direction, mm-hmm. when a split happens, the big thing that investors like is it can open a stock to more investors. There's yep. probably not a lot of retail investors who were super excited to pay $2,500 to get one share of Amazon. Yeah. But paying $125, maybe you can get more like five or 10 shares mm-hmm. and you feel like you're, you're more of an investor. We did a cool article on Benzinga.com related to the Amazon split. The article is called Amazon set to split 20 for one. What does a close historical comparison say will happen next? We're going to link this article in the description of the podcast today. I would encourage you to check it out. It goes over a couple other key companies that have mm-hmm. split their stock, and it looks at what the chart did after, you know, I think a week after, a couple months after, a year after sort of thing. Kind of interesting stuff. Uh, you know, trying to get a little historical context here. I have some personal experience for this. Would you like me to share? Yeah, yeah please. please do. So, so Steve kind of touched on it. He used Apple as the example. And I'm thrilled that you did that, Steve, because I actually bought Apple after it split the first time a number of years ago. Sure. It was at about, I think it was 400 and change. It split and I ended up buying it at 92 bucks. Okay. And so here's the thing. 
the what you guys are talking about, nothing fundamentally changes. Yeah, that's all well and good. But from a trader's perspective, there are several things that you need to pay attention to. Number one, when the stock actually goes through a split, this is a split, not a reverse split, but a mm -hmm. split. That means that anyone that has been a holder of that stock is going to have more shares. This yeah. is an important dynamic because the day that this opens uh, at the new price, you will often see profit taken. And so sure. this can kind of throw some people off because they think exactly like you were, you were saying, more investors are going to be interested in the stock, especially the retail guys that, that don't want to spend $2,000 per share mm -hmm. in the case of Amazon. Um, and But what happens is, is some of these people that have been holding them that have nice long-term gains in this, now that they have more stock, they often like to take profit. Right. And they go, they go, why not? Right. Why not? Yeah. Lock some of this in. Lock some of this in. Prudent. Let the rest ride. So what happened yeah. is, is after that Apple split, and this was not the last split. This is the split prior. Okay. Um, it was, I think, at right about ninety-two. I paid, I think, ninety-two sixteen or whatever for the shares that that I got, uh, and it sold off to about eighty-eight because over the next couple of days there was people taking profit in that. Sure. That's the key thing to, to, to note. So it's, it's never a guarantee that these stocks mm -hmm. are going to go down. However, if you have a long-term approach for this, don't be shocked and don't be shaken from your position if you buy this on the day after the split. So uh, I'm going to be looking morning, at Ryan. Amazon. I'm going to be looking at Amazon to trade down a little bit. And I might sure. even take a small position there for a potential swing trade on that. Apple then, uh, after I bought Apple, I held the entire position and it split again several years later. That mm -hmm. was a really good day for me. Sure. And, and, yeah. And the next day I did exactly what I watched happen from market participants the first time. I sure. sold some of that position. I had four times as many shares as I bought. So I was able to lock in some of those gains. I actually used some of that money for a down payment on my house. Uh, so that was, that, that, is, that is near and dear to me. Sure. Um, stock splits are definitely, in my opinion, stock splits are definitely bullish. And, uh, you know, you might want to, let's call it, wait for the dust to settle uh, several days or weeks after the stock split. Now, you mentioned Amazon. Remember, we're going to have Google coming up next I week. was also going to, yeah, yeah. You know the, you know the day on that one, Ryan? Yeah, that's July 15th, and that is also a 20 for one. Okay, love yeah. It, love it. Now, now these now this is, these are the big, you know, tech, um, you know, growth stocks that are splitting. Mm -hmm. When Tesla split, they, you know, that clearly went up because there was clamoring for retail to, to get into that, right? More people wanted to buy Tesla. You know, maybe that it will happen less with with something like an Amazon or a Google. Maybe that's more institutional. Yeah, that's that's a good point, Steve. Tesla is a cult stock, and I yeah. mean that yeah. in a nice yeah. way. That is not by any means a dig. They have they have a tremendous following. I'm not surprised to see that action yeah. after the Tesla mm -hmm. split. What what would we do without you guys? Some great context there. Thanks, that was great. guys. All right. Our stock to watch number two today is Advanced Micro Devices AMD. This was named Benzinga's chart of the day on May 31st. What day was that? Tuesday, right, guys? Yep. Tuesday. Yep. So Benzinga has the Benzinga Trading School. We have talked about it before on the podcast, but nice time to, to reiterate it. Uh, our instructor for the Benzinga Trading School, his name is Mark Petrino. He is a chart guy. And earlier this week, he also, in addition to doing Benzinga's Trading School, does some articles on Benzinga.com. You can go check out his author profile on Benzinga.com. Great trader, great writer, a lot of insight. And on Tuesday of this week, 
Mark had identified the 102 level in AMD as a resistance level. Uh, and I have the article here. I just want to read a couple nice snippets from it. Guess what? Over the course of this week, shares did break above that level. I looked at AMD a little bit earlier today, and it was trading around the 106 level or so. I have not looked since the open. Let me pull up the article here really quick. And, you know, a little bit of education in the way that Mark stated it for this. He said, uh, as you can see on filing the chart, the 102 level has been an important level for AMD since last August. It provided support for the stock then it also did that earlier this year now it's a resistance level and remember this article was on tuesday of this week there's a large number of sellers trying to sell their shares at 102 and they have kept a ceiling on the price if amd breaks this resistance and trades above it and this is the important part it will illustrate an important dynamic the sellers who created the resistance are gone they have either finished or canceled their orders and I really love that last comment there because it gets into the psychology of chartists. It gets into the psychology of markets in general. And let me pull up uh, an AMD chart here real quick, and we'll just see what she's trading at today. 107.30 right now. It's near 107.34. And we know that, as, as Mark was kind of hinting at there in the passages that I read, support turns into resistance and resistance turns into support. What is a beautiful thing about technicals is that if you have a level that you can identify as significance, you know that that level is going to have the same kind of significance on the way up or the way down. So if Mark had identified 102 as some resistance earlier this week, the stock broke out, we can now understand that on the downside, as we are potentially seeing some profit taking in AMD, 102 is probably going to be a support level over the next week or so. And one, to keep one, our more, eyes on. One, one more thing about that. If you notice today, um, AMD, or excuse me, AMD uh, gapped down a little bit with the overall market, but really started to push up uh, maybe, let's see, uh, about 20 minutes after the open. And it okay. actually ran up to its 100-day moving average at um, what I got that at, at here at 109. Um, okay. so I, I actually have a hundred day moving average reading at one Oh eight right now. It actually pushed up above that and it's pulling back from here. So, Brent, and that's, that's right where we pulled that. back too, Ryan. Right. Yeah. Say again, that, that level is right where we started pulling back too, right? That's exactly right. Yep. Love it, man. All right. Let's go for our sock to watch number three. I forget which one it was, Steve, which one was that it? That is Phoenix motor P E V. Um, you can, we can technically call it Phoenix motor cars, um, cause okay. I think that's what they go by. And, okay. uh, they are, they are an electric vehicle company, uh, that's potentially IPOing next week. Um, this is actually a spin out of an already publicly traded company, SPI, uh, SPI energy. What? Really? Yep. I, I was Holy just doing cow. Research I right didn't there. know that so SPI energies, um, you know, electric, uh, you know, um, electric vehicle, um, subsidiary basically wow. uh they they have a former blink charging um guy um on their on their staff too and so yeah they filed the paperwork late last year to go public and okay. it looks like they're they're looking to go public next year or sorry next week sorry next i think it week. was like i think the the uh site that i was using suggested wednesday and next week and just to read the description really quickly that phoenix motor describes itself 
designs, assembles, and integrates electric drive systems and light and medium duty electric vehicles and markets and sells electric vehicle chargers for the commercial and residential markets. Ryan, I'm sure you are going to remember SPI, right? Oh you remember that? Gosh, oh, my gosh. That was like an oh my gosh moment. That was one of the early, like super crazy momentum stocks. I think it was a you know one or two dollar stock. Do you remember what it ran up to, Ryan? It was something absolutely insane, like forty or fifty dollars or something like yeah, that. Yeah, I got it right here. Your days. high print was forty six sixty seven. That was in like three days that it rallied from like I think two dollars to uh, to around that level. Not saying that, you know, Phoenix is going to do that here, but that's that's an interesting little tidbit there. Uh, thanks for uncovering that, Steve. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right. Stock to watch number four is another certainly momentous name, Energy Focus, EFOI. This is a low float play on LEDs, light emitting diodes for maritime application. Does it matter what the company does? I mean, yeah, of course, but for traders, not not really. A lot of times traders don't really care what a company does. They just care about the momentum. They just care about the volatility and the volume in an issue. Shares of EFOI, I, I found them on my Benzinga Pro movers tool this morning. SAC was up like 20%. We did not see any news, but this stock has been a like no news volatility play in the past. And And Ryan, you said... You traded this sucker, right? You got it. When did you, trade? Did you exactly, trade today? I did. Ex- yep. I did exactly what you said. I noticed that this stock was up in the pre-market. Uh, I noticed that, you know, uh, it, it was actually uh, not yesterday, but the day before it actually made a high of 163. It looked like it was trying to attack that same level here today. And right out of the open, I actually traded this um, because the volume met my parameter. There was huge volume as soon as the market opened here and it pushed it up. So uh, I, I've already traded this today and actually looking at the chart right now, we are butting up against day highs here. At what, I got a high print of 151. Uh, okay. Got a nice little uh, supply of volume there or supply of sellers at 150. I bet if we take this out, we make a run at that 163. So I think you're going to have more opportunities today in EFOI to trade some of the, uh, to make a short term trade here. So I was, I was in and out. I think I was in this Good. for less than two minutes. Good trade, buddy. Good trade. Uh, and the stock did trade like over the $4 level as recently as, well, not that recently, uh, late in 2021, just a little, try to give you a little bit of context there. Our last stock to watch for the day, Steve, why don't you take it, sir? Is Lilium ticker L I L M. And this is a, an electric vertical takeoff and landing jet. So E vtol is that is that uh that acronym, acronym is i think kind of like the memorable part yeah and and steve you were like you thought this was a lithium play i did the exact same thing yeah when i was looking at ideas this morning um why i like the idea i think that there is only one other publicly traded company that is directly in this space okay steve we were kind of saying you know there's maybe another couple companies that might be similar to it, like sure, an yeah. E-Hang, ticker mm-hmm. E-H, maybe something similar. The The company that is in the exact same space, that electric vertical takeoff and landing jet, was a stock that I think John Nigerian of Market Rebellion, mm-hmm. maybe a month or two ago, he had that on his radar for okay. like, I think, a good couple weeks. 
And I've seen this acronym around. And if you ask me, it's a bit of like a trendy, a trendy space. And the sure. other company is ticker V T O L. There's, there's that acronym, there go, again, yeah. right? And, oh, excuse me. It is correction. That is, it is E V T L echo Victor Tango Lima. And that is vertical aerospace. Sure. And so when we have these, when we have these groups that yes, there's publicly traded companies in them, but they're really small. Mm-hmm. It's it's kind of intriguing because you only have a couple places that you could potentially go. Yeah, and, and just uh, uh, the the catalyst here is that it's reporting earnings next week, Tuesday, before the market opens. So you know, yeah, if you're looking for a little bit of exposure there, uh, VT or was it EVTL, right? EVTL, yes, EVTL. absolutely. Awesome. Well, that was our Ryan. What's up? I was going to say, what's interesting about this one is that this actually L I L I L M, excuse me. Uh, this made a move yesterday. This actually appeared on my relative volume scan that I use within Benzinga Pro for day trade idea generation. Okay. And right out of the open, uh, this had a, a great channel. I mean, this this thing opened right around what two seventy five yesterday, traded all the way up to three thirteen in a pretty nice and tradable channel there. Uh, I saw this because we had huge volume after the open yesterday um, that, and that put it on my scanner. So I actually traded this one yesterday. I haven't done it today. Uh, we'll see what happens when the earnings is coming up here, like Steve mentioned. Um, but this one, this one, like I said, this was a, this was a scanner play from yesterday. So Ryan, what is, what is the threshold that you use for your relative volatility scanner? Is it Two times, three times, four times? That is, that's such a great question. So I use a relative volume parameter of three, which okay. means that the stock needs to trade three times. It's re- the relative volume is three times the 10-day average. Okay, 10 days. Time that was going to be that's my next the, question. That's the key part. So the relative volume filter that we use in the scanner actually measures five minute rolling windows. This is important because the volume at 930 or 10 o'clock in the morning is going to be much different than the volume at the lunch hour, 1231 PM. So, So the relative volume scanner is looking for three times the average volume during those time windows. And so it's, oh, it's constantly running. It is arguably the, uh, biggest parameter i use for day trade I love it man all about is that. is there ever an instance really quick is there ever an instance where you would change the time frame from like 10 days to let's say 100 days uh no so first of all you you don't have control over that um gotcha. I, the reason that i wouldn't change that is because what i'm trying to go after here is a short-term trade and to be honest with you i pretty much only need 10 or 14 days worth of volume data in order to make that determination great awesome thank you for answering awesome. that sir uh, let's jump into our option segment. Ryan, yeah. what are the tickers that you got today? You can reveal them as you go, or if you want to get a little preview right now and then dive into them a little bit further, have at it. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. So, um, we've got the three that I have are charge point, Mattel and Nike. So we'll go into those. And then I teased a, a little bit of a, of a non idea, but something that I use options for regularly. And that is the stock of the day today, TPTX, uh, which I'm mm-hmm. sure you're, you're well aware of. This is turning point. They were yep. bought out today uh, at a pretty nice premium. So um, let's start with that because there's no, there's no actual idea here, but there is absolutely a lesson to be taken away from this. 
whenever I see um, buyouts like this, I will often check the options. And I start by checking the options that were traded that week and the week prior, because those are always some of the, the short-term stuff. You'll often see unusual option activity around that. Uh, but I also back that off a little bit. And in the case of TPTX, I went back three months here. Um, what was odd to me about this is I didn't see a single unusual options trade regarding this. Not a single one. Now, everyone knows there are no secrets on Wall Street. And a lot of the times some some trader will have an idea or you'll see some positioning ahead of an announcement Mm -hmm. or something like that. There was nothing. I actually went outside of Benzinga Pro to try another service, which will remain nameless, to see if they had any data on it. And they didn't. You were like, I got to double check this. Yep. So so these this deal, I guess, was kept under wraps. I'm I'm it's almost the I'm I'm shocked that I saw nothing. Uh, And one of the reasons I like to go back is I like to see if there's any type of pattern that I can discern that if I see that in the future, maybe I can anticipate paid a buyout in one of these companies. There was nothing for mm. TPTX. Wow. So um, just that, that seems to be the rarity. I thought it was, it was worth mentioning uh, when I looked at the option chain, the June month. So the near month had a total of 13 or excuse me, 313 contracts held open across all of the strikes. There totally was no volume level. in this name. None. Gotcha. So, so, so Ryan, was your, was your lesson that Maybe there are secrets on Wall Street. Yeah, I, I guess you. I guess you could say that. I would say that the people involved in this deal did an excellent job of not leaking it and keeping it under wraps. That would Bravo. be what, what I would surmise from this. Now, as far as the three, as far as the three uh, ideas here, we've got ChargePoint, Mattel, and Nike. Let's start with ChargePoint. ChargePoint had weekly thirteen dollar calls bought expiring on June tenth, which is next. Friday. Uh, This transaction, I believe, took place yesterday. And um, what was interesting about this is that as soon as I saw this, uh, I actually bought the stock. This is a type of sweep that I like to play equity scalps off of. There were 7,488 contracts in this particular sweep. It happened really early. I think it was like 9.45 in the morning. And if you take a look at ChargePoint's chart yesterday, this thing just moved to the upside the entire day. Hmm. On top of that, today we gapped down just a tad with the overall market. That gap has already been bought back up. ChargePoint is up another 2.5% today. The contracts were the $13 calls. The stock is currently printing $14.25. So you want to talk about a short-term levered trade. The traders hit this as soon as it opened yesterday. It ran all day yesterday. It's up again today. These contracts don't expire until next week. I did not follow the trader into the options. Instead, I actually scalped the equity itself. Uh, this was just such a big sweep. I was like, you know, I'm I'm just going to take this. I think that this cool. transaction pops the stock, and that's exactly what it did. Happens awesome. to have run a little bit more, so might still be some meat on the bone. I'm actually going to be next week since these these contracts are still open, and I'll check again near the end of the trading day today. I'm going to be watching ChargePoint for any type of news item. If mm-hmm. there's repeat option sweeps or, or or someone that's trying to sell this position and roll it to a higher strike, that would be something to watch. So I'm going to watch this. I don't necessarily have a plan to trade this since I've already traded it this week, 
but just massive, massive purchase there on ChargePoint. Awesome. Um, the second one here is going to be Mattel. And on May 31st, which I believe was Tuesday, right? We covered that, yes. that already. Yeah, May 31st yeah. was Tuesday. Um, they were buying the June monthly 24 calls, bought 1,080 contracts. Uh, and what was interesting about this is your news desk team, Brent, um, had a news item that said, watching Mattel shares because traders are circulating a deal reporter buyout chatter rumor. This is not the first time that we've heard this about Mattel. I've actually seen this move before on that. Uh, what's interesting here is that, let's, let me, let me pull up a chart here. It's actually um, right back to the price where it was. So uh, we yep. had this, we had this mm -hmm. unusual sweep, it traded back down and now it's back to where it was at the time of that. So still some more time on this particular trade. Remember it's the June monthly calls. Those expire June 17th which is two weeks from today. Um, so we'll see. I, I, I'm not sure that a buyout necessarily gets done, but much like we were talking about with TPTX, this is the type of stuff that I like to watch. In mm -hmm. this case, we actually had a rumor being floated by deal reporters. So uh, very interesting. I'm certainly going to watch this at minimum next week, but probably the week after just to, again, see if there are any repeat calls or if there's any kind of change in the positioning of that trade. Yeah, Brent, Brian, you, you brought this one up yesterday. Was it yesterday or or Wednesday? Maybe yeah, 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 yeah. yeah this, this week, I yeah. Lo love the follow through on this one, Ryan. And like, yep. if 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 you ask me, I don't know if we like Ryan, you and I have ever talked about this, but the the way that I feel this kind of stuff happens, I feel that there are distractions being created. I feel like sometimes traders are going like, ooh, ooh, look at look at this, this this thing happened. There was this. Yep takeover chatter yeah yeah yep. but i think really there there's there's uh action that's being masked May, maybe draws attention away yep. from the options activity or some other big player in the equity making a move and they go no 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 it wasn't this option activity it was this it was this buyout chatter that that was it yeah it, we see it all the time I yeah see we it. do I, I see it literally on a, on a weekly basis and, and you know, why not? Um, but really good. I think for us to be able to identify those things and yeah. understand, yes, this is a very real reason, or maybe we should wait and see if this is something that develops. Mm -hmm. yeah, and, and you know, what's great about that is that option uh, or rumors like this on takeover chatters combined with option sweeps, these make for great scalp entries. Because sure. even if that rumor is let's say, call it, let's just say not believable, um, even if it's if it's not really going to happen, oftentimes there will be a tradable pop in the one hundred percent, and that's why 100%. following this is so important. That's exactly what I did on ChargePoint. And 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 Ryan on Mattel, if you were looking at the chart really closely earlier this week. The, the chart, we always look at one minute charts and the chart mm -hmm. like went up and then it went back down over a few minutes. That's enough time to trade it. Yep. Absolutely. That is absolutely. Mm -hmm. Okay. All right. Last one. Nike. Last one here. I think this, and this is, 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 this this is a, a banger. Is this night? I feel like you trade Nike options a lot, yeah. right? Or you look at them a lot. Is that true? Uh, I look at them. I don't trade Nike. I don't like the company at all. I don't like its philosophical stance. I avoid it at all costs. Gotcha. Um, however, it is it it is uh, very very popular and will often provide tradable opportunities. So this is one of them that I actually watch quite a bit. Now the trade today, the the trade on Nike here today is is really really interesting. This is extremely short term. 
Yesterday, there was a put trade for 1,610 contracts, 1,610 contracts versus an open interest of 10. Traders spent $1.4 million in premium and the calls expire today. Wow. Today. Somebody... So the trader, trader yesterday made a very, very large levered short-term bet on Nike. And guess what happening? Guess what's happening today? Nike is already down 1.6%. Those contracts expire later. The market looks weak. We're actually rolling to the lows as we speak here. Mm -hmm. to, to me, this was someone that really, really knows something, took a very, very tactical trade. And so far, it appears that they were dead on. Now, I didn't, I didn't follow this here, but very much like we were just talking about with ChargePoint, this is to the put side. Uh, so this is to the downside. You could do something very, very similar to an upside scalp, except to the downside here. And, and, and what really stood out in addition to the $1.4 million in premium is the fact that, again, this was 1,610 contracts versus 10 that were being held open in that weekly strike. Weekly uh, weekly option strikes, generally speaking, have less um, volume in them than the monthly uh, contracts. So when you see something like this, that's just an, a little extra edge here. I'm going to be sure. watching this for the rest of the day because I want to see, A, uh, do those contracts come out? Uh, does the trader close the position? Was this a, a, a an attempt to actually own the stock short? meaning right. they're going to let those contracts exercise into a short position. Really, really interesting stuff. Just a gigantic a gigantic trade with a very, very short time frame. Very it, 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 Ryan, it, it was a banger. I don't know what else to say. Yeah. It, was it was a banger. Absolutely. It was a banger. All right, folks. Steve, our our last feature, we're almost wrapped up here, but we want to want to end on a little – want to end yeah. the week on a little fun note. Yeah, you so had a, two, you, had a, you had a couple fun Friday. I do. I, I have two things. So the first one, so about a year ago, a YouTuber and comedian, Bo Burnham, released a, a special on Netflix, ticker NFLX. This is the one, you know, a publicly traded company. He released a special called Inside that was phenomenal. It won a ton of awards. It's one of the best comedy specials of the, the last decade, I would say. It's amazing. It's got really funny songs and all this, all this great stuff. I, like I've been listening to the album for like the past year. <laughs> and uh, a few days ago, he released uh, the inside outtakes, which of course a little pun there. Ooh, and it's, a, it's an hour long video. It's an extra content stuff. He cut out of the special, Sweet. a few extra songs, a few extra takes really cleverly edited. You know, he did a bunch of fake, he did like a fake Levi's ad. Um, it was really great. <laughs> um, it's really, really great. So if you enjoyed, you know, that, if you enjoy Bo Burnham, you know, yeah, it's on his YouTube page, just Bo Burnham, the inside out the inside outtakes fantastic it's great Sweet. i've already watched it at least once i'm going to be listening to it again this weekend and uh the other one is a game that came out yesterday um nice. a, a new game came out on the switch and pc and it's called card shark and it's uh. about um it's about basically being a uh, grifter in in like France during the revolution and basically counting cards and cheating at card games with, you know, and, and like cheating people out of money. And it's like, you know, the game is basically, can you count their cards? Can you signal to your partner? <laughs> it's, it's fantastic, you know. Really? Um, yeah, it's really, really great. Really great art style. Very funny, very witty, uh, you did, know, very, did, very, very clever. Did you get it on the Switch? 
Uh, well, we, my wife and I played the demo. Yeah, and we're getting it on the nice. Switch because we're we're kind of playing it on the couch, you know, side by side. Because it's hard. It's it's hard to count cards by yourself. So we've been, you know, counting cards. Together. You know how it's much great. it is on the Switch? It's, it's like twenty bucks. It's like it's nice. like it's like right. sixteen bucks on Steam. I think twenty bucks on the Switch. Yeah, Card Shark is great. This is not a sponsorship, folks. Just no, so you know, Nintendo, fun. please come sponsor us. <laughs> so, Cool, Steve. You might have you might have gave me a little something to do this weekend. Yeah, I think you'll I think you'll enjoy it. I actually think that's pretty cool. You know, uh, in a former life, let's just say that I attempted to become a card counter. Oh, sure. oh my Absolutely lord! Right. It is extremely difficult <laughs> until you practice keeping up the count. Yeah, and, and yeah. You need to know how many decks are being used in the shoe in the whole nine yards, and it's not. It's not. <laughs> it's. Uh, I my counting ability is not. You know, I mean, I, I'm like everyone else, right? I wanted to become a master card counter and go to Vegas and sure, make a yeah. bunch of money and retire. It did not pan out that way. <laughs> <laughs> love yeah. it. Love it. It's much harder than you think when you when even in the video games. I can't imagine in real life. Well, thanks for the fun facts there on our Friday, Steve. And shout out to our lovely producer, Asley, flipping mm-hmm. the switches, doing magical things behind the scenes, putting up the, the funny messages and the informative messages. Thank you, Asley. And thanks, everyone, for tuning in. That'll wrap it up for this week's Benzinga's Daily Socks Watch podcast. We'll be back next week with five more Daily Socks Watch podcasts. Everyone, have a great weekend and good luck with your trades today. Good luck, everyone. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Did you know nearly all stock price changes of 10% or more result from a single news headline? That's right. News headlines have a unique ability to drive stock prices up or down. These news catalysts create trading opportunities every day. All you need is a little help to reach out and take them. And if you're looking to grow your portfolio... It doesn't matter if your investment budget is small or big. An easy-to-read stream of news headlines will increase your opportunities to profit from price changes in the stock market, consolidate a knowledge-based investment strategy, and grow your portfolio. All you need is Benzinga Pro and its powerful news alerts, price tracking, and portfolio monitoring to make a positive change in your trading performance. We've already helped thousands of retail traders across the world, and they could not be happier. Increase your market knowledge, boost your exposure to big movers, and make informed trades before major price changes. The opportunities are all around you. Subscribe now, and we'll skyrocket your portfolio today.